Hey, welcome, welcome to, to the Keep It Cute Show. I'm Dakia. And I'm Sabrina. This show is all about talking about real issues, real situations, real people while keeping it cute. Yes, so I got my drink. I'm drinking some Cabernet. I'm a whole wino. What you drinking, girl? I'm just taking it slow today. So um, I'm drinking a white blend. Yes. Hopefully yes. that gets me, you know, through this. Keep it mellow. Keep yeah. it cute. Yeah. Keep it cute. Yes. So some of you may recognize us and know that we were on a show called Ready to Love Potomac on the OWN Network. Mm-hmm. And since meeting, we've just grown close. We just have an organic friendship. We've been able to talk about life, yeah. love, health, business, like everything. We've had some real serious conversations, some real fun conversations, and we're just about bringing those conversations to you. Exactly. So this first episode, since you know us from Ready to Love, we're going to talk about Ready to Love. We're going to give you some behind the scenes information. We're going to dispel some rumors that y'all have. Definitely and that. Y'all, you <laughs> made up some rumors. Y'all are creative. Okay. <laughs> We're going to answer some of your actual questions and then just kind of talk about it from our experience of how it was actually mm -hmm. being on Ready to Love Potomac. So you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Okay. So first question for you. We first pulled up to the mansion mixer mm -hmm. what were your first thoughts on the ladies and the men okay first thought of the ladies because you know yeah. we're in that parking lot area yeah so like i'm seeing each lady kind of randomly we're not lined up we're not all in the same room and each time i saw a lady i was like oh she cute mm -hmm. and we all had different styles different flares you know i thought that they were everyone was beautiful in their own way yeah. And I would say everyone was welcoming for the most part. For, <laughs> for the, the most part. For the most for part. For the most part. I would say, what was there, like seven ladies that day? Yeah, we had seven. I'm going to say five of the seven really? were really nice. Like most of the people were like, oh, girl, you look cute. Or, hey, girl, let me fix your dress. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Everyone was really, There was two. They were kind of like, they were kind of like, mm. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I want to know which two you talking about, but I guess we'll keep it cute. I won't ask those questions yet. Do you, oh, are you going to answer? I don't care. So I remember like being behind stage because the makeup artist just saw that we were struggling. Yeah, we were. And decided <laughs> to touch up our makeup and touch up our hair because it was humid as hell that day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm waiting in the behind the scenes area, and I remember seeing Joy for the first time, and me being like, "Hi, I'm Sabrina," and her being like, "I'm Joy." <laughs> Steak. Out the gate, mm. out the gate. I was like, okay, you know say like, and whenever I deal with that type of energy, I just kill them with kindness. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna adopt your, you know, negativity or whatever the hell you got going on. So I was like, mm -hmm. all right, kept it moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kept it cute. I, kept it, I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't know you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I guess taking the competition very seriously. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we it's day one. Um, so that was that one. And then the second one I would have to say was Ace, but Ace wasn't stank. She was just, um. She just seemed really guarded, and I just felt like the energy there, I just couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, mm. there's something there that ain't right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I didn't know what it was, but she was, she came across as sweet, but I very much got, like, what you see is not what you get. Mm. That's interesting. See, I didn't get that yeah. at all from Ace. Like, I loved Ace from the beginning. Yeah. I loved her, like, serenity almost. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. Yeah, I was like, but don't get me wrong. I, I wasn't like, ooh, something wrong with her. I was just like, huh, that was yeah. interesting. But gave her a chance, and throughout the season, her and I talked a little bit, invited her to my house. Remember, right, I invited right. all the ladies to my house. Like, I invited her to my house and stuff. So it wasn't like I had issues where I just felt like, 
what I was seeing, there was much more there. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out there was a lot more there. Mm -hmm. And she was the battery in someone's back. And that's the reason why he blew up on me. But we're going to keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't have that same experience with Ace. I love Ace. Um, but yeah, I, your, your first impression of one of the other ladies of joy i definitely got the same one it was it was definitely known mm -hmm. from the beginning what the mission was so i yeah. mean to each their own not pleasant what did you think about the guys um with the guys actually the first so funny now in retrospect but the first person that i saw was actually tori because i was Aww. once again behind the scenes getting my makeup and hair done and waiting and he was pulling up to the mansion and he hopped out of the car and he was like, you know, doing his intro scene. And I was like peeking out of the garage. They is in the garage, y'all. I was peeking out of the window of the garage. And he was the first person I saw. I remember being like, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really. Um, I thought that the guys were nice. I thought that they were like all over the place in terms of looks. They were definitely a variety pack. And I was like, oh, they're all different. All different yeah. shapes, sizes, ages, everything. I was like, oh, okay. Um... The first person to talk to me was Laverne. Mm -hmm. He gave me his seat. Aww. Yeah, he was very sweet about it. Laverne was always a gentleman, always making sure that yeah. people had food. Because yeah. we didn't have a lot of food on set. Yeah. So he would bring food. He was always taking care of us. Yeah, I was like, I was the last person to walk in. Mm. So everyone was already seated, grouped together, coupled up and everything. And here I come. I'm like, oh, shit. And he was the first person to see me. Be like, oh, no, come sit here. Aww. And I just remember being so grateful because I was like, oh, how do I like bust in the conversation right. to like introduce myself? So he was really sweet. And then, like, the first person to catch my eye was Demetrius. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. How about you? I was the first lady to walk in. My first impression of the, all the guys was that it was definitely a variety pack. Um, and so, each guy was coming in one at a time. So, I remember just always having my head on a swivel. Like, all right, who's coming in next? <laughs> all right, who's now? Okay, he all right. Well, who's coming in next? Or whatever. Um, I definitely... If that would be you an inattentive date then. <laughs> oh, I I probably was. <laughs> I probably was an inattentive day. Um, but no, like some of the guys really caught my interest. Most of them caught my, oh, I had lost an earring child. So like I was saying, like I thought that um, all the guys were interesting. Some of them I found more attractive than others, but some of them, um, I was like, okay, maybe their personality is dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe their, maybe their personality would kind of make up for the, the lack of initial attraction. Um, but yeah, I thought that it was a good um good starter but i was a fan of the show from day one so i know that there's typically 10 ladies and 10 guys so like i said my head was on the swivel trying to see who's coming in next and i'm like counting like we only see yeah. seven dudes we like, started short yeah we're, we're the other three because mm -hmm. I, I like to have some options i like to have a little <laughs> sampler platter but right. um so yeah so i was excited but i was like all right we're only starting with seven but you know i was excited that we brought in some um curveballs later on some proved to be not <laughs> given a little more curve but um but yeah so it was my initial impression of the guys were that it was a good variety um some were more attractive than others and um but it was a it was a good first day that day was long that day was so long we started at like 10 o'clock in the morning we didn't finish until like one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So that scene where we're um, all leaving outside, outside in the um, in the grass that night, it was like one o'clock in the morning. It had been every season in that one day. It was hot as a mug. It was humid. It started raining. We got chilly at night. It got cold. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had a little yep. bit. Our hair. We didn't have touch up, so our hair was looking crazy. Our makeup was was looking crazy. Yeah. So what you saw? We only had scheduled bathroom breaks. Yeah. It was craziness scheduled bathroom breaks so what you saw was the very first day us going into it completely blind not knowing what we're getting into being hungry being cold being tired and being just like 
what are we but honestly that was like a good indication of how the rest of the season was gonna go to be honest with you it was always like hurry up get here get here and wait (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like we were always like being rushed to get to set you gotta get to set we're about to film and then you'd be on set waiting for hours before they actually got started you know what i mean so they'd call you your dates were always in the middle of the day it was never like an evening date it was always Mm -hmm. like you know your date's at 11 a.m in baltimore yeah your date's at 12 you're saying in virginia so you're like up at like eight o'clock trying to get ready for your date and stuff like that and you'd get there you know at 11 and they'd be like okay now wait and then you wouldn't even get started till like two yeah so that was a good indication we didn't know it Mm -hmm. that the rest of the season was going to be like that a hurry up and wait yeah no food hungry no nourishment (laughs) (laughs) but we did drink we definitely they they made sure that they provided a lot of alcohol to loosen us up but sometimes i think that made some people a little too loose (laughs) (laughs) and there was a point in filming where i felt like people started to like grow bonds meaning like friendships like girls became friends we Mm -hmm. we all kind of became cool with one another and so people were behind the scenes drinking chilling you know turning up a little bit so if you see that people are kind of a little like out of it that's probably because they were kicking it on set we were waiting for a couple hours (laughs) you know we had to kill some time right yeah so that definitely was happening yeah Oh, I remember like Laverne and people would show up with like food for us. Yes. That was sweet. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, Laverne always took care yeah, of it was us. like, he'd come and he's like, I ordered Chick-fil-A for everybody. Yeah. So La- Laverne, everybody. Got a, Laverne got a bad rap with a lot of things. But one thing I can always say about Laverne, like he took care of us ladies. Yeah. So shout out to Laverne. Yeah, for sure. Um, like it. sometimes we wouldn't know if we were going to have food for the whole day. He would bring Chick-fil-A. He would bring Subway. He made sure I didn't have, I had something I could eat because I don't eat meat. So he made sure that I mm-hmm. had something that I could eat so um, we appreciated that a lot of the guys I'm not gonna say all but a lot of the guys were amazing and just good dudes like Tori I love me some Tori you know Mm -hmm. Tori is my favorite Tori was at my wedding Mm -hmm. you were a bridesmaid at the wedding Um, but we'll talk about the wedding on another episode but Tori amazing Wiley I don't even want to go into all the names whatever I don't want to leave anybody and they still show up yes yes they still still show show up up. they still show up and support you cousin cornbread cornelius our our potomac cornelius Mm -hmm. like yeah we Mm -hmm. we love all of them and while we were on the show i felt like whenever we would show up whenever we would film the production like they would always be like sabrina come and the kid you come too and so we were like in a lot of scenes together we were side by side a whole lot yeah seen seen and unseen i should say like we were always like kind of paired together Mm -hmm. like along the journey and i think that that kind of also like helped us foster a relationship Mm -hmm. you know and we still together i know (laughs) (laughs) exactly so getting to the dispelling of the rumors Ooh, i want to start with you okay because you had a big one which was like why didn't you self-eliminate i think that that was like a constant theme in like some of the reactions like why didn't you self-eliminate did you just want to make it to the end like i think that that was like a common comment around you so what do you want to say about that that comment i saw a lot and let me tell you i tried (laughs) (laughs) i tried to self-eliminate by the time we got to the getaway weekend um, I was done. I, I the writing was on the on the wall. I saw what was going on. I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I think you and I were both like in one of the rooms talking about it. Like, okay, we're ready to go. But you know, <laughs> you know, I love you. <laughs> But you beat me to it. Like, I did. I you, was not playing. I pulled the producers to the side of yes. the getaway. Like, I'm done here. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm done. You self-eliminated before I could. Yeah. And at that point, a lot of people had already left. Uh, Ace had left. Tina had left. Mm-hmm. You had left. Like, at that point. Eric he, was gone. Some 
yes bad choice yes and some some voluntary <laughs> some involuntary yeah. <laughs> yeah um so at that point a lot of people had already self-eliminated, so they wouldn't mm-hmm. let me self-eliminate. But truth be told, because y'all... Because they want to salvage the show. They're like, you, y'all all can't leave. We got to finish this show. Exactly. You know I, mean? so. I can understand that. But from my perspective, my love is here. Paul and I had a good time, you know, on those days. At that point, it was like, all right, we all, they just keep sending us out on dates. We are friends, but um, the love connection isn't there. But they wouldn't let us in they wouldn't let us leave they wouldn't let me self-eliminate it i wanted to self-eliminate y'all i do have some self-respect i was not trying to make it to the end i was not trying to catch a uh, cash a check or get a check from the show they don't pay that well in the first place <laughs> <laughs> so actually we yeah. lose more money on the show than we actually make yeah we get like a stipend to help offset the expenses because you know hair makeup gas gas everything is it's on you but they give you a stipend to help offset the cost but it's not it's nowhere near the, the, the yeah. actual expense so yeah especially if you're having dates all over the dmv like dc maryland virginia for those other parts in the country the dmv technically is dc maryland and virginia so we might have had a date in the morning in baltimore had to go to dc to film a ladies lounge and then re- go to virginia for a dinner that night so we were all around the area so we spent a lot of money on gas we spend a lot of money on food, hair, makeup, clothes. Y'all talked about our clothes a lot too, but hey, we had to try to figure out. We didn't see what didn't work. So you guys are seeing every episode and like, oh, I hope she do something different next week. We filmed three episodes that one day. So I, you're going to get the same look for all three of those episodes. Yeah. And we also didn't know what we were doing when we showed up. So, yeah. I mean, toward the end, I felt like some of the producers, because we were like, yo, don't have me showing up to a bowling alley with heels on. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> give us some like some information. So they started to cut us a little slack and kind of give us like a little, okay, it's a casual date. It's a more fancy date, like toward mm-hmm. the end. But we would just show up. And so we were learning to bring four outfits. Yes. My trunk, it was like a little storefront. I had clothes, shoes, um, makeup, like toiletries, yeah. cl- like accessories, everything was in my trunk. Like yeah. I was living out of my trunk. Mm-hmm. Snacks, uh, my little rice cakes and <laughs> granola bars. Girl. Yes. Okay. Rumor for you. Ooh. Okay. Let me take a sip. Get okay. Ready. Yes. So the rumor that I saw a lot about you was that Sabrina uh-huh. was stringing those dudes on and that you broke my good, good, good friend Tori's heart. False. False. All false. All okay, false. Okay. Dispel the rumor, I sis. mean, like... The purpose of the show is to date multiple people. So there's no stringing anybody along. We're all signing up to date multiple people at once. And the fact that, like, you know who I'm dating and I know who you're dating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. There was some reluctance in, like, choosing somebody because I had reservations about all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that when a woman is reserved or kind of, like, hesitant, I think she gets beat up on because there were other people who were kind of, like, dancing dancing a little bit like Clifton Clifton was dancing a little bit between mm-hmm. you and Joy for a while but that was okay you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but if I'm dancing a little bit it's like oh she's like indecisive and she's this and she's that and it's like no we're dating yeah you know that's the whole point of the show yeah it's for the show and as far as the Tory thing I'm glad you brought that up because I felt like the show dragged that out mm-hmm. it dragged that out so much to even the point where like Tori and I had talked about it off camera and then we were like telling them we're cool and they're like well you need to have the conversation on camera mm-hmm. so that the audience understands where they're at and we were both like it's not even necessary yeah so sometimes i felt like the faces or the the mood that you saw us in or the mood that you saw tori in it wasn't that he was like emotional he was just irritated he yeah. was like i gotta talk about this again yeah and that's another thing like 
sometimes the filming hasn't necessarily caught up with the actual status of the relationships because you guys gotta remember we're like we're talking we're texting outside of filming so the relationships are moving forward or they're ending but the last thing they have filmed may not have been the last conversation so they want you to go back and revisit the conversation so mm -hmm. i felt like by that point him and i were both irritated like can we just move it forward yeah and so when he was uh when it was time for his elimination he was ready to go too mm -hmm. He was tired of it. Yeah. Like by the retreat, so many people were tired of it, mm -hmm. but he was one of them as well. Like he yeah. was also tired of it. So yeah, he absolutely was. We were just trying to hang out and have a good time at the retreat. We yeah, were just trying to make it through. Yeah. So yeah, he was not heartbroken. He was irritated with production. I think he felt like he saw it coming. He saw the narrative that they were trying to write early on. And I think that that's what was kind of like the issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Tori. Love you, bro. Another point of conversation. Oh God. The reunion. Oh God. What was, everybody's always asking, what was going on with the reunion? The reunion, I felt like, you know what's so crazy is that the reunion like was filmed two, three months after the show had stopped. Longer than that. We, the last time that we filmed was on Halloween. Like I filmed my exit with Paul on Halloween. And we filmed the... Damn the, it, could at least had y'all dress up. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we filmed the reunion like mid, late February, something like that. Or, it was sometime in February. Yeah. 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 And so it was... Um, I felt like people were revisiting emotions. I felt like people went in with an, with an agenda to like correct or address whatever issues that they had because they knew it was their last time to do it. And I think that yeah. some people were triggered <laughs> just mm -hmm. to be in all honesty they were triggered they were like i'm gonna tell you how i felt because it's the last time i saw you i'm mm -hmm. gonna see you so i think there was a lot of that there and the problem is again like i said we're filming this in february the season didn't premiere until the last week in january so at that point we've only seen three maybe four episodes mm -hmm. so when we're filming yeah. the reunion we haven't seen the whole season yet mm -hmm. so a lot of the emotions that you saw where people not really understanding what was going to happen later on. We're seeing, they do show us some clips, but we don't see the full episodes until you guys see them. So when we filmed the reunion, a lot of miss, a lot of pieces were still missing. Um, and people were reacting to what they thought they know. But that's why you'll see me say, run the film, run, run the footage. Apparently people don't think that certain things happen, run the footage because it was all right there on tape. Feelings were running high that day. I would say yeah. the cast was so dysfunctional at that point like it was so dysfunctional that yeah. they had to strategically put us in two separate rooms like you are in this room because we know you don't get along with those people so yeah. those people then like we were so divided as a cast that like even production wanted to make sure that we weren't mingling before we were on camera together because they wanted to capture everything they wanted to capture all of the tension all yeah. of like that smoke they wanted everything and that we definitely got so divided. Like I always say that we went from ready to love to survivor real quick. I didn't know that I was signing up for a, a reality show where you had to strategize and plan and manipulate and all that other crazy stuff. I thought I was trying to find love, but because people got so strategic and manipulative and wanted to try to shape their own narrative and shape everybody else's narrative, it got so messy that the producers really had to separate. People were thinking like they were looking at going home as a failure versus like mm -hmm. my person's just not here. People were looking at going home as like, I think someone called it like a walk of shame. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when in reality you tried something new, yeah. kudos to you. Your person wasn't there. That's fine. May you like, you know, best wishes. People mm -hmm. weren't looking at it from that standpoint. They were looking at it as I don't want to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I don't want to not be chosen. I don't want to fail 
well. I want to win. And therefore, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that other people are looking bad or other people are leaving early. Or I want to make sure that me and my boo make it to the end. Like, Mm -hmm. I want us to be the success story Mm -hmm. of, like, this season. You know, they were so focused on that. Rather than it just being, like, an organic experience. It became, like, definitely, like, Survivor. Right. I definitely didn't go into the show thinking that I was going to find my husband. I knew that even before the show, I've been dating for, you know, however many years. And out of all the men I've dated, I hadn't, to that point, I hadn't found the one for me. So if I've dated... 30 different guys over the last decade and none of them were were it. What made me think that these 10 guys during this six week period were going to be my one. And so when I went in, I didn't think I was going to find the one, but I I did think that somebody was sliding my DMs. Maybe somebody would see me on the show who wasn't on the show and I would meet, but Anyway. I was the opposite. I was so naive. I was really? like, oh my God, you'll not like my friends were like, you know, your future husband's not on that show. Right. And I was like, you don't know that. Maybe I'll find someone just like me. You never know. All you never is. know. I always thought that. And then like you, I was like, if they're not on the show, then this show is going to introduce mm-hmm. me to them. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, yeah. So that's so crazy. Another piece of tea from okay. the uh, reunion is by the reunion, me and Walter are already dating. So Walter was on Ready to Love DC. It was yeah. the season right yeah. before yeah. ours. Yeah. So at this point, him and I are already dating, right? Mm-hmm. And um, production finds out that we're dating. And they were putting so much pressure on that. Uh, Walter to show up to our union. They wanted him to be like the curveball of our reunion, you know? Mm-hmm. And at some time, I think he was like in North Carolina. He was somewhere. He was traveling somewhere. And they were like, we need you to come back. We mm-hmm. need you to be on this season. We need you to do this, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, Sabrina, what do you think? And I was like, I mean, I don't care either way, you know? Um, ultimately, we decided against it because we were like very early on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we didn't want to make a spectacle of the relationship because I think we were still kind of like very protective. Like we did like a cool six, seven months before anyone really officially knew that we were together. We didn't mm-hmm. announce anything, I should say for six seven months but yeah the production wanted uh walter to be the curveball in our reunion and mm-hmm. we said no yeah more so he said no he was like no i'm gonna sit this one out mm-hmm. i respect that though because like you said you guys were very new in mm-hmm. your relationship you and yeah. you guys have also been very good at protecting your relationship mm-hmm. sharing a little bit and making sure that you guys are solid before you shared each other with the world yeah yeah so and in knows? retrospect that was the right call Agreed. that was the right call but yeah they were definitely trying girl mm-hmm. Is there any reunion drama that you felt like surprised you? The whole Joy thing surprised me. We filmed in February and right before that was the Super Bowl party. So Laverne had a Super Bowl party at his house. Um, Several cast members were at um, his house. Clifton and Joy were in Mexico. And I remember Laverne FaceTiming them like, hey, y'all. And we're all waving like, hey, hey, y'all have fun, whatever. And they waved like I had no idea that there was this major beef against Dakia. You know, and so when I showed up at the reunion, I even said, oh, hey, girl, your dress is cute. And, you know, I got a little shade back. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's been a long day. And then when the cameras turned on and guns start blazing and shots start being fired, I'm like, what the heck is going on? I was caught off guard. I knew I was going to have issues with Eric at the reunion because that was such a sensitive topic. And that episode was just like around the corner, either had just aired or was about to air. Um, so we didn't know what was going on. So I knew that Eric was going to have some drama with me. I did not see the Joy and Clifton thing coming because at that point I thought they were in school. She was happy. They were together. They were gallivanting in Mexico. I had my man at the time. Like, you know, everything. I thought everything was good. It was so unnecessary. So weird. Just like y'all was confused. I was confused. 
It was unnecessary. It's yeah. so childish. A rant about favorite colors. I think the oldest one. But we're going to talk about it. Sure. I'm going to keep it cute. Anyway. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. What surprised you about the reunion? Um, There was beef that I didn't even know was happening. Right. I was like, you know, it's like being on a battlefield and people are taking shots. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that was yeah. happening. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't realize that um, Tina had beef with, like, Paul. I didn't know. Um things like that like they had a big beef that like I, I still don't know what it was about but like things like that like there were things that I was like completely unaware of between people mm -hmm. that I was like oh wow you it know was a lot of emotions a lot of people storming yeah. off a lot of yelling a lot of cursing like it, it was an emotional long day yeah another long long yeah long day. So that was I was I was like oh wow it's not just like the beef that I knew about it was like the beef that I knew about plus more yeah it was like a whole like butcher shop that's how bad it was <laughs> Was beef. I'm about to go into my biggie mode in a second. Okay, let right. me bring it back. After the show is taped and all that other good stuff, when you started watching the show back, did you feel like it was an accurate representation of you and the journey that you had? No, because I felt like, um, you know, I was cracking a lot of jokes and stuff yeah. like that in my testimonials. You know what I'm saying? I was like super. And I felt like they just picked and choose what they wanted you know and that mm -hmm. was really unfortunate so i don't feel like you got to see like my full personality at all i think that they yeah. kind of just showed some of the like um hesitation or the conflict that i had and so mm -hmm. i was like oh that sucks so i definitely didn't feel like um my full personality was demonstrated i also felt like the way they were picking and choosing the sound bites mm. i was like oh you're trying to plug into like a narrative that you've already chosen for us yeah. like that became very apparent as mm -hmm. the show went on and mm -hmm. so i was like oh, you're really making me seem like I'm so conflicted. Mm -hmm. When in reality, in the testimonials, you were clear. I'm I'm talking about the I'm talking about like the good and bad of each dude I was dating very early on, mm -hmm. and they didn't show any of that until the end. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I felt like for me, I think it was a good representation, but I was nervous at the beginning because in the beginning, the first few episodes, I felt like they were trying to make me the sex kitten. So I felt like but every, you are a sex. Kid. I mean, I am a little bit. I mean, I give them a little something, but but I felt like they were only showing any comment that I made about sex. I think when throughout oh, filming, oh yeah, they did do that for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. throughout filming, I might have made like four sexual references, and I think that all four of those sexual references were all right in episodes one and two. And I was like, oh my gosh, sex making, sells, girl. Yeah, sex, sex sells. sells. But I'm like, I said so many other things, but I felt like they were really focusing on me being the 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 sex kitten, but. It changed because after that, I didn't say anything. They used all the sound bites in the first couple episodes, so they didn't mm -hmm. have anything else to use for that. Um, but besides that, I thought that they did give a, an accurate representation of me. I am fun. I am flirty. I'm a big flirt. Um, but at the same time, I also am classy and, and sometimes reserved. Um, but I think that it was a good representation. I think that some of the dates and some of the ways that, that I wish they would have shown a little bit more and a little bit more receipts um that could have backed up something yeah i wish they would have done that too yeah what was your reactions to the viewers reactions to your episode Ooh. because let me tell you those ready to love fans y'all are brutal <laughs> the facebook group i want to shout y'all out directly what is it called ready to love parentheses tv show y'all are creative yes <laughs> y'all are very yes. creative y'all are very say it like it is you do not hold anything back and yeah. i will say I was the one that I read every comment. I read every blog, every 
uh, Twitter posts, every Facebook group. I read it all. Like I, I did was, not. I was like, I was like, don't get me wrong. Like I have a pretty like I feel like I have thick skin. Yeah. But I was like, this is gonna take me over the edge. And I mm-hmm. felt like the more that like the character that they were portraying was starting to like come out, I was yeah. like, oh, they're making me the villain. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started to shut it down. I was like, I'm not gonna look anymore just to protect my mental health. Yeah. But there were a few comments in there, yo, that like where they were like, you know, um, getting at me, like really talking about me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny. Like I couldn't. Yeah help but laugh because i was like that was creative that was a good one that was a good one like yeah you can't there ain't no fight in the internet the internet will always win undefeated so i was just like all right that was a good one i'm gonna let y'all have that yeah (laughs) it was a couple times i was like oh you got me touche like like i i I deserved that one yeah um but i i read everything i got a lot of great responses i got a lot of hate you know so i think that but that's that's the world that's the world we live in everybody isn't going to be for everybody like i think that our cast there was somebody to represent everybody and i will say that like you did a really good job of like when i started to shut down like i'm not reading any of the comments Mm -hmm. i'm not doing any i muted everything you did a really good job of like sending me comments like look at this person like understands and you have people out there who like understand you and blah 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 because you of course i got you because you thought that everybody was against you and as your friend i was like no sis some people do relate to you some people understand that it's okay for a man to kind of date around and choose it should be okay for a woman to date around and choose yeah so So i appreciate that in retrospect because at that point i was like i can't even look Mm -hmm. for myself yeah i'm still like that y'all like i be like i be all nervous and stuff like i can't take it and (laughs) And i'm like like, right here look 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 look. i'm gonna look i'm looking everything i'll be her filter i'll look at it all and i'll filter it out for you i got you sis um okay so the ultimate question okay would you do reality tv again i would totally do reality tv again but it would have to be a positive representation of black men and women like i feel like we have enough ratchet on tv we have enough sure. of the the crazy cast and the the, the fighting and all of that crazy Tearing stuff. Tearing each other down, exactly. trying to one up each other. I it's have, just too much. Yeah, I have so many successful black women uh, friends that look to see somebody that represents them on reality TV. We want to see that yes, life can be dramatic. I can show you some drama, but it doesn't have to be fighting and nasty and bickering. And he said, she said, reality TV can still be entertaining and dramatic without all the foolishness. So if we had a show like that i absolutely would do it without question um but if it had to be the the fighting and the back and forth i'm not here for it i feel you i would love like living single where we're not single anymore but like you know or like girlfriends um you know the reality i don't know something like that'd be dope i always said that i would do something like the amazing race you would do that i would do the amazing race like okay. in a heartbeat i ain't built for it i would do like a, um like an anthony bourdain like i want you to eat this like oh, girl. exotic cuisine i would do that oh too. girl no i would do all of that stuff like i'm down like i'm down to do all of that that would be fun wow. to me it's like these like you know live for the story when else am i going to be doing stuff like that you know so see that's you i, I ain't tell my grandkids like yeah backpack you would it. eat all of them crazy things and- i mean I, I think so i think I, I would have to make someone else eat it first like show me <laughs> Show me this is edible. Don't set me up. <laughs> nah, I'm out. Show I'm me out. This is edible. You know Don't make me climb no mountain, no amazing I would do climb mountains. I, I would do it. Of course, I have a dance studio. For those of you who don't know, I have a dance studio, Dance Dimensions in Forestville, mm-hmm. Maryland. I would do a dance reality show, um, but not like Dance Moms because 
Abby Lee was a little crazy. Um, <laughs> don't come for me, but she was on a whole nother level. Um, I would do a, a dance reality show. But those those dance, that dance world is vicious. Oh, it's no joke. I was like, it's no joke. There's always someone coming out that their kid was dismissed because of like petty yeah. reasons. I'm yeah. like, Lord. Dance moms are crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Some of the teachers in the studio, I know I can get a little crazy too. But it's the whole world is definitely dramatic. It's entertaining. I think that would be a good reality show. Without I think, the, I think it would be without so. the trauma of dance moms. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So yeah, I think that reality TV, like you, it ha it ha depends. Now looking back, would you do rea uh, Ready to Love over again? Mm. I would do Ready to Love again. But I would need to remember and know what I know now to know that, you know what? Some people are not taking this seriously. I think that you can't I would, do that. You I did in the beginning. I thought that everybody was genuinely looking for love. That was my naive. No, moment. but like, would you do it again? Just not having any heads up. Just do it all over again. Yes, because I made some amazing friends. Yeah. I got you. I got my boy, Tori. I yeah. got AP. I all, I mean. A good percentage of our cast members and even some of the cast from previous seasons. Yeah. You know, for sure. so I would totally do reality TV because of the network and the friendships I found. I didn't find love romantically, but I found love and a lot of amazing people. And yeah. so I would do it again. Yeah. Same. I would do it again. I mean, if it wasn't for Radio Love, I wouldn't have met Walter. Like, we just right. don't run in the same circles. I don't yeah. know if I ever would have met him. I wouldn't have met you. I would have yeah. met Carrie. I would have met so many people. So, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I would I would do it again for that reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I always say, like, who would have thought I would have to go through that mess to find, like, my person? Mm -hmm. Who would have thought I would go through that mess to find, like, new genuine friends? Yeah. I guess Sometimes you they say you got to go through mess to get blessed. So there you go. Go there through the go. mess. There you go. And then you get blessed. Mm -hmm. I'm a drink for that one. Okay, let's cheers to that one. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Blessings out of mess. Yes. yes. Okay. So speaking of drinking, mm -hmm. let's play a game. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this game that we're going to play is called Sip or Spill. Okay. So we're either going to spill our tea about a certain thing or if it's something that's a little too sensitive that you don't want to talk about you have to take a sip so we're either going to spill our tea or we're going to take a sip and keep it cute mm -hmm. okay you ready yeah okay i'm gonna go first <laughs> you gonna ask me first i'm gonna ask you first oh, i'm gonna ask you first all right okay have you ever been out in public and ran into an ex and tried to like turn out the way and avoid them um yes 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 well ex is a strong term someone that i've had acquaintance entanglement oh okay entanglement. jada we weren't like together or anything like that but had we been very flirtatious and dated and kind of you know whatever whatever yeah sure you know um so i ran into that person in public before and i was on a date at the time Ooh. and i remember seeing them in the restaurant and asking the waitress like sit us on the other side please you know what i'm saying like oh far, we, far away i was like i want to sit over there you know what I'm saying? and i made it some excuse like i want to sit over there away from the window i never who says that who no, says no, they no. want to sit away from the window i want to sit away from the window um but anyway while on the date with the new guy you know what i'm saying um the old dude comes up and like because he sees us it's not a big restaurant and sparks a conversation it's like questioning me and my date like how was your night what are you guys up to how is this doing and like sets sets his like drink on the table and it's just like standing oh, there cozy and like the dude i'm on a date with is like looking at him and looking at me like what is going on here uh -huh. and he was like there was no indication that he was like gonna stop he was like getting very comfortable i was like if he sits in this chair i am gonna lose it so finally i was like how is your wife how are your children like as mm. a way of being like dude you are married right. like we have not talked to each other and god knows how long you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so i think that event he gave me this look like 
Like, oh, for real? You just mm. going to bring that up? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we're children now. Facts. And so, um, anyway, that made him, like, you know, mm-hmm. go away. So I was like, thank God. So yeah. that was probably, probably, yeah. So that's not quite an ex, but, like, someone you just don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? So I think, I don't think I've had that experience. I don't think I've run into an ex. Believe it or not, I'm actually friends with a lot of my exes. I can't stand that. <laughs> you can't stand that. What do you mean? I don't understand how women are friends with exes. That's not your friend. Okay, so That's let me your be clear. Ex. <laughs> yes. So some of them, some of the guys that I dated weren't bad guys. They just weren't my guy. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying friends that we're like hanging out and talking on the phone or anything like that. But if I ran into them, I'm like, oh, what's up? How you doing? How's how's life? You know, I don't think that. So we're just gonna act like we never had sex before. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, I don't do. know what you look like naked. Okay, forget it. It's forgettable. It's forgettable. Yeah, we're gonna don't bring up oh, old stuff. Oh well, that's something. He's like, it's forgettable, and that's why they're exes because it's forgettable. Boom. Touché. All right. <laughs> well, no, not all of them. Not okay, all of them. Okay. But um, but yeah. So I I have not had the experience that I would run into an ex. Well, depending, I have. Uh, I don't think honestly. Oh, I have a couple bad exes that I would not want to run into. But for the most part, if I ran into them, I would speak. I don't think that I would avoid them. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. You're so nice. Eh, All right. Time. So next question. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, I got a few. <laughs> you got a few? I got a few. I mean, I appreciate the artistic beauty of God's creation for a lot of men. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but no. Okay. Um, If I had to go to one dude, I'm going to have to keep it old school. I'm going to have to go with Boris Kojo. He is. Mm-hmm. My celebrity crush from years ago into the day, he is like the prototype. Can I tell you, he has gotten cuter to me over time. Oh my gosh, that man is fine. At first, I was like, his head shape kind of bothers me. Yeah, I love a nice bald head. I mm-hmm. love. Well, of course, clearly, you I married. You're married. One. <laughs> <laughs> I actually made one of my exes shave his head. Really? Because I wanted his head to be bald. Interesting. He did it. His head shape used to bother me, but you know what? I love that he can speak German. Oh, so, so, so Wait, did I say that right? I think I spoke German. Hey, Dunkerschen, don't that mean thank you? I don't know. I love that he can speak German because that's something you don't really hear a lot of black men speak, first right. of all. And then second of all, the love that he has for his wife yeah. and the way that he shows up for his family, like the way that I've seen, I was like, oh, you're yeah. so cute. So it's made him cuter over time to me. Yeah, I yeah. love how he showed up um, at Howard. Shout out to Howard H.U., um to see his daughter while she was away at college yeah, he showed up cute. yeah super cute so great girl dad yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love boris kojo yours uh, mine is a little stereotypical too i'm gonna put idris elba out there i really? just think like, it continues to get finer and finer another man with an accent yeah and i think if you're black and british right there i'm melting i'm like <laughs> black british and beautiful come Ooh, on triple it's B. The B. yeah mm. i was like oh my god so i just feel like he just gets better and better like with age mm. i'm like wow you're just okay. so fine I can see that. He's not my go-to, but I would like to just listen to him speak. I'm also going to be honest with you. I don't think, like, there's that many, like, men in Hollywood that I really, like, swoon over. Like, I don't have several. Like, there's only a couple that I'm like, okay. Another one who's newer, who I really think is cute, who we met, was Mm -hmm. um, Tyler LaPlay. Oh, yes. We ran into him at Kitchen Cray. Shout out to Kitchen Cray, Black-owned DC. Now, this isn't even sponsored, but I'm still shout out (laughs) Kitchen Cray. (laughs) Because... We, he was there and he's actually cute in person. Yeah. He's oh, actually, he was so cute. He's, he's cute in person. Good. He, he's not, um, 
short. You know how you meet a celebrity and you're like, oh my God, they're so short. Yeah. And even though I'm a shorty, I don't want a shorty. We're so both like, short, but we don't like mm, shorter guys. Our men are tall. Right. right. Yes. So I was like, oh, he's not short. This is great. And he was super respectful because you know he's in a relationship. Yes. So he yes. wasn't like, I and the girls. Like, yes. He was just there to kick it and have a yep. good time. He was friendly and stuff. Like, I was like, oh, okay. So he's a cutie. Yes. Like, like he's him, cu- respected him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a cutie. So that's another one that I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you're hot. Okay. You're okay. hot. Those are my like, yeah. Okay, another one. What's the worst date you've ever been on? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. So, like, once, oh, like, uh, I was living in Brooklyn at the time. I had met this dude um, at the YMCA. Don't ever meet a guy at the gym. They just trash. They I trash. Like, they trash. I every, did date. I every single two guy trainers. from the they're trash. They were both trash. Every time. Anyway, so I met a guy at the gym, um, and... He was on me for a while. You know how he's like, oh, you're not lifting that weight right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, he wanted to uh, spot your form. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, leave me alone. Anyway, so he wore me down eventually. And I was like, all right, let's go on a date. And so on the date, he's like texting vigorously, right? And I'm like, everything okay? And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And I was just like, okay. He's over there. You know, the phone's like to the side and stuff mm. like that, whatever. And then eventually I think I caught like a glimpse of the phone. and something mm. like my girl or something like that. And I was like... Literally, I literally oh my rolled my eyes so hard. I'm surprised I didn't get stuck in the back of my head. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and stood up and like walked out. Like, really? Yeah. I was like, mm-mm. And he got him. He was like, what's wrong? I was like, why don't you ask your girl what's wrong right now? And like, literally just walked out. Wow. Walked out. Like, it was like something out of a movie. Like, tried to get a cab. Because this was like before. You know, your Carrie Bradshaw. Before Uber. Like, trying to get a cab back to my house and stuff like that. This so, was yeah. in New York? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that was probably like the worst date I ever had. And to be honest with you, like, I wasn't even really trying to be on a date with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he just kind of wore me down. Accidental and I was like, date? Like, you just lifted and fall and fell up on a date? Like, I was like, like, all right, you funny. Let's go. <laughs> If you're funny, if you're funny and witty, okay, it's gonna. I'm gonna like mm-hmm. end up being like, all right, let's see what's up. Because okay. personality goes a long way with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. definitely does. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about you? Um, oh, my worst day. So I'm in my like early twenties. I think. I think I'm early twenties, maybe mid twenties. Um, and so I'm in route to the day. We're going to TGI Fridays. I know it's okay. I like Fridays. I'm I'm bougie, but I ain't that bougie. I'll go to Cheesecake Factory. I still go to Cheesecake Factory. Exactly. I don't know what's, wrong with your, what's wrong with it? Nothing. They have a great turkey burger. I'll have you know. Options. Um, I like their stuff. <laughs> mushrooms. Options. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so we're going to Fridays. Um, and I'm already in route. I'm almost there. And he texts me, or no, I think he calls me at this point because like I don't think we were texting back. I'm dating myself. But anyway, um, so he calls me and he's like, oh, my babysitter fell through. Um, I'm going to have to bring my two-year-old daughter to the date with us. And I'm Absolutely like. Absolutely not. But I, at this point, I'm already driven across the, the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. I'm in Virginia. I'm committed. Like, we're going to this date. I'm going to get my mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I would have been there by myself. <laughs> right. So, and um, so I'm like, oh, Okay. So he brings the little girl to the... He was fine, though. I ain't even going to lie. Dude was fine. I was just going to say that. Oh, like, yeah. He must have been oh, fine. Oh, he was fine. Tall. You know, we just talked about we like the tall guy. Yeah. You know, I like to, count, to, to climb trees. How, but how, how tall was this guy? He's about 6'5". Damn. You like him real tall. I like him real tall. I mean, I'm I'm one of the tallest women in my family, so I'm only five three. I like to try to give my my kids well, back when I wanted to have kids. Yeah. I wanted to give them some hope, you know yeah. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I digress. So I'm on my way to to Fridays. I pull in. I'm sitting there, right? I already get there. I get before him. I get there before him. 
And so he walks in. I ain't gonna lie, the little two-year-old girl, she was adorable. She was Aww. cute. And he made cute kids. He made cute kids. <laughs> he called it cute. He made cute kids. So, but the, she's sitting there. So the waitress comes and the waitress is, oh, your daughter, coming to me. Your daughter is so cute. What does she want to eat? She ain't mine. What's your daughter want? And the little girl is cray crayons and drawing and she's throwing the little the crayons and I'm trying to pick it up. And the, the waitress is like, okay, well, does she want it? I'm like, okay, we, we look like we're on a whole family dinner date right now. I was like, you know what? I bet y'all were cute though. It was cute, but I'm in my early 20s. I'm not trying to be stepmom. So that was the last time I saw him. He was fine, but it wasn't worth it. So what is the most drunk you've ever been? <laughs> okay, so this is Cypressville. I got to decide if I'm going to sip and not tell you or spill my tea. Um, the drunkest I've been was my 35th birthday. So my 35th birthday, um, I was actually engaged back then. And three weeks before the wedding, I found out he was cheating canceled the wedding but they weren't going to give me my money back for the venue bastards bastards right and that was a lot of money so mm -hmm. i ended up turning the wedding into my 35th birthday party <laughs> but it was so emotional i will say that was the drunkest i've ever been um because it was so emotional i had to get drunk just it to was make supposed it to be your wedding yes in the <laughs> venue i was supposed to get married in. you're supposed to be saying i do yes exactly so i was drunk as a mug thankfully you know my village shout out to my village um, you know what's funny? My now husband was at that party. Oh, wow. I know. It's a whole nother story. My now husband actually walked my ex out of my house and helped me change the locks. But we'll have to talk about that on another day. But, um, yeah, that was the drunkest I was in. My 35th birthday party slash almost wedding. That's wild. All right. So funny is that, um, I'm going to spill as well. Um, mine was my 35th too. So you're something about 35. It's a hard, it's a horrible year. Cause you're in your thirties at yeah, that you're point. You're right in the middle of your thirties. And I think there's a lot of expectations about what your life is going to be like at 35, which at least for me, I had those expectations. And so my 35th was my first birthday, uh, post separation or divorce. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, trying to celebrate, even though like my life was falling apart. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I hadn't spent a birthday by myself in over 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, this is weird. And so I honest, I had a good like community that rallied around me. And mm -hmm. I think that they knew that I was going through a lot. And so everyone just kept on buying me shots. Like mm -hmm. shot, let's take a shot. I don't know how many freaking shots I took that night. I took <laughs> but so you ain't with this big. You can't take with so many. Shots. I was going to try that day. <laughs> the way that I was feeling, I was just like, I just need, I just need help. So I remember just getting like so trash because all these feelings about like I'm 35 I'm back on the market I'm back in these cold like dating streets mm. I remember feeling like now I'm in the age of geriatric pregnancies and I don't even got a man like I was, I was like so many things that were like coming going through my head of like I'm starting from zero you know what mm. I'm saying and so at least it felt like that at that time and I felt like all hopeless and shit and so I ended up trying to drink drink my worries away drink my woes <laughs> away and I got so sick and I remember um is the after after party you know how when you've been partying all night they're like let's go get something to eat and so we went to go keep the party going you know what i'm saying let's go get something to eat and by that point i was so sick and i remember sorry feeling it coming on i was like i'm gonna throw up in this restaurant and i remember i was like i cannot throw up in the restaurant mm -hmm. so i remember like walking outside uh i had i had it together that much i walked outside but like you could still kind of see me mm -hmm. when I was walking outside <laughs> and I ended up throwing up in the street. And like, oh. I felt like the restaurant could see me. <laughs> <laughs> 
through the window, right. but I did not throw up in the restaurant. So that's all. I was you like, kept I, it cute. I kept it as cute as I could. <laughs> I was like, that's it. <laughs> Tell me one thing about you that you don't want your mom to know. No, I'm gonna sit on that. <laughs> You're not gonna spill it. No, because I still don't want her to know about me. <laughs> Love you, mama. <laughs> that's funny. So. I'll spill, I, but honestly, it's kind of not spilling. I might have to take a sip anyway because there's nothing about me that my mama doesn't know. Like I love that. I know. Like my family is a very open family, open, inclusive. We talk about everything. We talk about sex. We talk about love. We talk about religion. We talk about we talk. We are just free people. We have people of all types of. We have all types of people in our family. We have people in the LGBTQIA plus community. We have. Um, people that have been in and out of jail. We got crackheads. We got we have a little bit of everything in my family. Mm-hmm. So um, we believe in just being free and just living your truth and living your life. I mean, because if the world ain't going to accept you, at least you're going to be accepted with your family. So there's literally nothing about me. And I've done some things, but there's literally nothing about me that my mom don't already know. And I'm honorary. So <laughs> yes. I'm going to go to the next family reunion. Yeah, you can, <laughs> if you don't tell your mama, you can tell my mama. <laughs> absolutely yes i feel like my mom and i are finally getting to that place where i could talk to her about other things because she wants to have that relationship i think that i was the eldest daughter and i have a younger sister so she was just kind of like i don't know trying to mold me make sure i set like a good example there was a lot of expectations there so our relationship was like a little bit different but now that i'm adult i think she wants to like get closer to me on all yeah. those levels and i'm still kind of like working my way there but you're grown i know it is but it's like when you've spent your like life not really sharing aspects of your life with your mother yeah and then for her to be like oh now like you know you're grown i'm like you know what i'm saying i respect it and i do let out it just doesn't come naturally mm-hmm. you know what i mean okay it's just something i'm we'll work on that we'll yeah work on that. we'll work on it this <laughs> most recent holiday trip she was like um so oh she asked me questions yeah now. i was like mom <laughs> tell me asking about my sex life um so yeah um okay so what is your toxic trait are you gonna sip or are you gonna spill i'm gonna sip what you're gonna sip you're gonna sip, I'm gonna sip. even about, what about an old toxic trait that you've overcome mm. i have one i have an old one okay you go ahead you okay. do it okay i'm gonna spill so i had a toxic trait of like wanting to make my boyfriend jealous oh really mm-hmm. like i used to have like i used to do things to intentionally make them jealous so mm-hmm. that they would feel like i guess in my like immature head that like i wanted them to feel like other people wanted me mm-hmm. as a way of like you got what i'm saying but really all it did was like foster like mistrust yeah in me you know in me and so like i had to learn that like if you're acting like you're doing things people are going to think you're yes. doing things mm-hmm. and they're not going to trust you you know what I mean? when really it was like stemming from insecurity i just wanted you to feel like you had a bad bitch so i was like <laughs> So I would like do things and like attract attention from guys and stuff like that. And I had to learn the hard way that like when you do that, guys' emotions are on the line and yeah. they, they will do some crazy shit. Guys are more emotional than they let on. Yeah. Like they, they so, a little. Yeah. Mm. And I had to learn that like that's not okay. So that's like a toxic trait that like I had to do. Like I got through through like therapy and stuff like that. Amen so, to therapy. If you're um, not in therapy, mm-hmm. find somebody to talk I mean, to. Yeah. So Cause everybody in therapy is dealing with people that aren't in therapy. So yeah. <laughs> find a therapist. I'll tell you. So I was like, I still have a few more toxic traits, but I'm going to sip Sip, sip. We ain't got to go yeah, there. I'm going to keep it cute. Yeah. You ain't going to say I'm going to keep it cute. Okay, fine. I'm going to keep it cute. And on that yeah. note, we hope you guys had as much fun as we did. This was our first episode, sis. Come on, cute leaders. Hey. 
So we hope you had a good time. We can't wait to have some more fun with you guys. We have a lot of great episodes in store. Be sure to tune in every Monday. Yes, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also have a very good special announcement coming up on one of our episodes. Be sure you tune in then. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Keep it cute. Keep it cute.